Afrobits Intelligence Podcast. Afrobeats Intelligence. Democratizing African music. First, I think this is your first interview. My, my very first podcast. Podcast interview. Yes, yeah. your very first podcast. It's never been it's never been something that you've been interested in or you've taken up or you've never found anyone that could speak. No, 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 no. I've never just been interested, you know. An interview person. You know I'm always shy. <laughs> <laughs> Even if in the dark I'm shy. <laughs> but but that's weird though, because you're Larry Gaga. Larry Gaga is not oh. supposed to be shy. Well, Larry Gaga is a shy guy. Huh. Very oh. shy. Th- then how do you find <coughs> how do you find a way to like to move in very public spaces if you're shy. No, no, what I mean shy is not about, um, with people, I'm, I'm very cool, anybody. I can meet you today, you think I've known the person for 20 years. True. You know, I'm so free, but I, what I mean shy is like interview, TV, <laughs> but this one I do in my mind. I can say anything here, nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So. And you have the image of someone who has been blessed yeah, I'm blessed. Like I look at you and what I see is abundance. Yeah. In Thank you. in community, in network, in wealth, in status, everything. And is this something you look you you consider sometimes? Yeah, I see it as a blessing. Um looking back where I'm coming from. Yeah. Everybody has a story. So I don't like saying my so it doesn't look like is it everybody that has a story, you know. But the truth is, looking back from where I am coming from, uh times when I wake up I just sit down, thank God for everything I have, you know. Looking through all my struggle, efforts. And um I just thank him, you know. Puts tears in my eyes, you know. Sure. But what's the difference between now and then? Um, <laughs> the difference between dollar then and now. The same, but dollar was dollar then. But the truth is, um, <clears throat> I think the growth is is continuously going, and um, I won't lie, I have not been in the same position. You know, yeah, where I was the year two thousand wasn't what the same way I was two thousand and five. Yeah, I keep growing. I yeah. keep growing. You know. So I just see myself as God's son, you know. Anything I lay my hand on, I'm not bragging about it, but yeah. I'm successful, you know. If I want to deny God's blessings, it's a big problem for me. So I always say it. Anything I lay my hand on, except God is not alive. Beautiful. But being that but you know, like success comes with a level of arrogance. <laughs> 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 yeah, it, it gives you like this level of I don't want to use arrogance is like a negative word these days. Well, a, a, a level of confidence. Yeah, I, I prefer the word confidence. Okay. Yeah, um, I have a lot of confidence in me. Yeah. Know, you know me. Yeah. I'm never scared. I always make a way. I always laugh about things. I even serious, you know, because I believe it will happen if it's yeah. going to happen. You know, so. I am not an arrogant man. I don't know. Maybe some people would think so, but. If you get to know me very well, I'm easy going. Yeah. I've never been. You see, the truth is, when I got into this music thing, I just realized that you have to know how to handle everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to have enemies, but I'm scared of having enemies, but I just don't want to have enemies, you know. 
Mm. I want um, if I'm wrong, tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah, know? and I will apologize if, if I'm not wrong. We can still find a way about it. You know, so that's the truth. Um, I just have a lot of confidence because I believe in God and God leads me. You know? mm. And one of the core things about when people think of Larry Gaga, the first thing they say is <laughs> creative. Creative. You, you, I know you have passion. You've worked in this game before, even before any of this started, yeah. way back, all of that. Yeah. But why are you attracted to music? Why is music your, your chosen medium? <laughs> um, right from when I was a kid, you know, I remember always dancing to Michael Jackson trailer. Yeah. You know, when I hear this, me and my little brother, he's late now. So, <clears throat> so as a kid, Michael Jackson trailer. Yeah, you know, um, I remember that particular song called "Beat It." Beat it, yeah. Beat it, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just beat it. So beat back it. back then, we used to have these things. We used to do, um, what's it called? Um, with the record, vinyl. Yeah. So my dad had one, and he always it was a big problem because he was always complaining. You know, we just go there, put it on, and start dancing and playing. You know? So I liked music from day one. Music is something that keeps me happy. Even I'm sad, I listen to some songs. Even I'll tell you, some songs that I might listen to gets me so emotional as yeah. it is real. You know? <laughs> but that's why I always, some of my songs, I want to make something that is emotional, something that's touching. Yeah. You know, true life story. I like true life story songs. You know? Yeah. So growing up, I used to watch on TV when they, they, they would say, based on true story. Yeah. And I would imagine this song. So this really happened. But I don't know that they lie you. Yeah. Just to sell markets, <laughs> you know, so that got into me, and I was always like, Okay, I like songs that have story. So, yeah. every of my songs has a story, mm. and it's, it's beautiful what music can be. Um, I've seen I've seen people use music for a lot of things, but I think yeah. one of the things that we don't exactly give credit to music for is. Music feels a lot like a a timestamp. Like there's some certain songs would come mm. on, and then you remember aspects of your uh, life. Life, yeah. Go back then. A lot. It happens every time to me. Like um, a lot of Two Face songs reminds me of <laughs> university days. You know, yeah, yeah women. You know, this kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of songs you hear will take you back. You know. Remember maybe people you've lost or somebody's favorite song or somebody that's always jamming to this song. The person is no more in Nigeria, maybe in the States, you know. That's music for you. Yeah. You know? the music makes me happy though. Mm. And, and that's it. Like, even within the music industry, people say the music industry is, and I've, I've experienced it too, yeah. like this is my daily experience. The music industry is such a, it's such a hard place to exist in. But, a lot of people stay inside because of that emotional connection to music. Yeah. Like they want to work because they have this passion for this project, yeah. whether as artists, whether as producers, whether as all of that. But for you, the first time you, in mainstream at least, mainstream conversation and mainstream narratives, the first time you popped up on the scene, you were very related to, you are related to YSG. Yeah. My family forever. Hmm. What, what was it back then for you? 
Yeah, all we wanted to do then was make good records. Back then, we were staying in Festac. You know, you were um, a Festac. Okay, you were the, you were a manager. Yes, I was the. Was he your first artist? I was the GM of the YSG group. Okay, was he your first artist? Yeah, was it the first time you were working with an artist? That yes, as I would say that yeah, okay. first time working with an artist. But you know, Vector is my friend, my brother. Yeah. So you wouldn't even understand that uh, this is the. This is his manager. This is his, this is the artist. We had that bond, like we shared a lot of things together. But you know, shit happens, and um, we moved on. But we're very very cool now. But back then, what we wanted was to just achieve that fact that people love the song, people love the music, and um, we're really looking at the money. Not like we're not looking at the money, but yeah. we always wanted to do the good song. You know, um, I would say. Like I say, first act is music, but not entertainment. Yeah. Uh, and so wanted to do the music. But now that I'm here, now I understand the entertainment game, you know, which a lot of people are out there in first act. I won't understand. Till they pull through here. You understand what I'm saying? True. What I mean, pull through here is like join the modern day. Yeah. And the new trend. Yeah. So back then it was just all about for us to make the music. If what I know now is what I knew then, yeah, I think it would have gone so very well. Hmm. But back then everything was unstructured. Stru- yeah, everything but, was. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but but how did you guys find a way to make it work? How was how were you guys making money for music back then? Ah, because we weren't Baba. selling per se. I see these. Okay, CDs. <laughs> you know? Yeah, CDs back then, but how much was it? But, you know, it was just about, compared to what we make now, you know? Yeah. But back then, all we were doing was just, you know, print CDs, sell, get a marketer that was going to buy off the CD if we have good songs, trending, and then, then shows, you know, always hoping on shows. Hmm. Were shows, because I know, what shows that compared to now, I like to think of comparison because you yeah. worked and yeah. thrived in that market. Yeah. And now that everything has changed and flipped, yeah. you're still thriving in this market the way it is. And for shows back then, was it private shows or you guys had a lot more public, more uh, institutionalized shows? Yeah, we had a lot of public shows, not um, private. Then we, we had little private shows. Why people were not people didn't feel it that yeah, much. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that. So we used to do that public shows, and um, when we get the public shows, we're always happy because we also want to let the people know what we have. You know, okay, that this is music. We know music. You know, this is what we can do with music back then. But now, if you play your card right, <laughs> if you don't sing, you make your money. True. So true, 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 and. With you, a lot of what you have is very rooted in community. Mm-hmm. So in, if you're within the music industry and then you, you, you talk about Larry Gaga, it's almost like he's everybody's guy. Everybody's and, guy. And, <laughs> and, and the spaces where he's not your guy, there's a certain level of, for the people who don't have him as their guys, yeah. there's a certain level of respect yeah. that comes with even the name Larry Gaga. I don't know how that happens, but like I say, everything I do, I put God first. I don't know how that happens, but definitely, if I'm nice to you and um, 
Larry Gaga comes up, you tell the next person that doesn't know Larry Gaga, that my guy. So everybody believe. When you tell me somebody's your guy, that my sure guy, you know? Yeah. Say that sure boy. Yeah. Automatically, I'll believe, yeah, he's a cool guy. Why do you have this expansive network? <sighs> what, what, what would you credit for it? Why do you have it? I think my humility. I learned from the best, you know? Okay. Um, being a humble nigga, meeting my mentor, Two-Face. Yeah. I learned a lot. You know, things that even me that I see myself as a humble nigga would trigger. Okay. Or, I don't know. I In what sense? How, how deep does that humility go? In what sense? Like when you say you meet, you met, you've met your mentor and there's, there's a certain level of humility that he exudes. Yeah. Two-Face is humble in every way. Okay. Everything. He applies wisdom. You know, he he finds it hard to see anything negative about the next person. Oh, yeah, forget so forget what you hear. You know, even when I want to say this guy is not good, he used to say that guy something did the boy now. That's why they do music. Something we could hear. Him. Oh, so he's yeah, an so. he's an optimist. Yes, that's what I would say. That's the best definition for TV. So I'm always like this guy with all the level. Yeah. He accepts, he accepts everybody, you know? So, I think I learned from the best. Mm. And this humility, yeah. how, does it, how does it help business? Nobody wants an arrogant friend. Nobody wants somebody that's arrogant. Yeah, I, I, love, I, love, I love people being arrogant when it comes to business, being straightforward with business, being strict. Yeah. Business is business, but not... At the same time, business is business, but you have to respect the person you're doing the business with. You know? True. So humility is all about you being humble in what you're doing. If I call you up now and say, hello, this is Larry Gaga. I want us to do something. With my record, I think you would say, okay, Larry, what do you want us to do? You give me the audience, right? Yeah. So knowing, okay, Larry sounds so humble. Larry wants us to see... You won't believe this is my first time I'm talking to him, but we're just trying to relate on the phone like we're a good friend. Let me give him a chance, you know? Mm. I don't make people feel like they need me. Oh. Yeah. I don't make people feel like that. Even when you come to me for something, I don't make you feel like that. Sure. That I can brag about. You ask everybody. You would never believe it's the same Larry came to ask for favor. Yeah. You know? So I don't make people feel like that. I think that's how I was trained. I don't know. Came from a very poor home, you know. So yes. I don't want to go back poverty. I don't know who will help me. <laughs> Your name is Larry Indianefo. Yeah. How's it pronounced? Larry Indianefo. Indianefo. Uh-huh. I wanted to make sure I didn't. So I have like some, <laughs> I have Igbo heritage. Like my, my, mo- my mom is Igbo. Are you serious? Yeah, my mom is Igbo. From where? From Aochuku. Wow. 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 <laughs> Um, so, so but, um, and then I spent. But you, you don't go back. I don't. Go, I've gone back a couple of times. Couple of times. My mom is late, oh. so I've gone back a couple of times to go, um, to go see the family. Oh, I've nice, gone to nice, her nice. village. I've gone to her okay. home a number of times because Beautiful. it's my route. Beautiful. Yeah. And also, I spent a lot of my formative years in mm. the east. Oh. Imo State, Okigwe, Ebony State, Abia State, oh. Odumaya. Yeah. So. I picked up the language. Yeah, <laughs> that's beautiful. So, for you, when you say things like you come from a home without privilege, yeah. what does that mean? Did you grow up in? Where did you grow up? 
Uh, I was born in my hometown. Where? In Anambra State, Okija. Okija. Yeah. Oh, it's famous for a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was born there, not not by choice, but my mom went back for something, and you know she was pregnant, and happened to give birth to me. Yeah. Came back to Lagos, and um, I grew up Mushin. In Lagos, Mushin. Yes, Mushin. I'm sure a lot of people have been out from Mushin, like one day calls my brother. Yeah. You know. Anyways, I grew up in Mushin from Mushin. Um, I moved to Okota Isolo because okay. I schooled um I schooled in Apata Memorial. Yeah. In where? Apata Memorial. Apata Solo. Memorial. Oh, yeah. that's a tennis father's yeah, yeah. school. Papa Flog me. In Papa Flog. Papa Flog. Oh no. Well, well that's fine, that's fine. So I had you know back then we used to do the before I went to Apata, we used to have the Federal Government Colleges. Uh, we used to write exams and pass to them. So when you write the exam, then you'll be waiting for where they will post you. Like, can't sure, sure. So I got mine and it was in a quiet bomb state. For real? I died that day. You've never been there before? Never been there. I'm like, ah, no, wait, let me write the next one to be Lagos. And they were like, no, you have to go. You know. So I left. I left for a quiet bomb. Got there. I'm sure, like the first time I cried throughout the whole first time, <laughs> somewhere different, something new. But with time, I made friends, you know, mm-hmm. got used to the place, never like I liked the place. So I think on the visiting day, I just surprisingly, my dad came. That was my just three. Yeah, my dad came. Yeah, to visit me. You know, I think he had something to do in Abia State over here, and it's closed. You know, so I was like, okay, he will come, and he came. I sat down, my dad drove past. Uh, then I didn't know he bought a car. Yeah. Then it was like a V-boot, white V-boot. Oh, I remember yeah. V-boot. Yes, I remember v <laughs> <laughs> So we're looking at the car, and many of my friends are like, ah, God, which day our papa feet drive this kind of car? Bro, that was my dad. I didn't know. Whoa. So he passed. Your, your, your head blew. Yeah. He passed us. We're looking at it. And again, he made it worse because it was padded. Yeah, then it's oh. people to party. <laughs> so, That's the luxury version so of it. So the next thing I heard, they were looking for me. So I thought it was some because I think a night before then we used to say, um, we could go town. Yeah, town is when we kill the fence, we could jump over the fence, yeah, pass through the bush. The bad boys of those days, yeah. I wonder why we we're going to the town just to buy nonsense food, chill about it, you know. Snake, uh, snake for bite person. For <laughs> but I don't, think, I don't think it was about the food. I think it was more of the feeling of freedom. Mm, 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 mm. Being free yeah, in the world free. again. So I thought that was the reason why they were looking for me. Maybe because on our way back, you know, uh, we got confronted by some security men and one way or the other, shall we shall push everybody forth of everybody. <laughs> run. They didn't catch anybody. But we're thinking that maybe that's the reason. Yeah. Because... Um, They've known me as a bad boy, anything, all those things they used to call me. So anyways, I I saw the people waiting. I said, ah, I've been at this man. You push him. I don't understand. You know? Next night, I saw my dad coming out. Wow. <laughs> wow. Beautiful. I was so happy, crying at the same time. I got into the reboot. He gave me food. It was like heaven then. <laughs> <laughs> I just told my dad that, yo, I'm not going back home. Yeah. 
not going back to this hotel. I'm not coming down from this car. Father pleaded with me, his friends. I said, no, never. I would never come down from this car. You guys just have to smuggle me out of this car. Well, but that's how I left Calabar. That's how I left Akwebe. Passed so, the gate. So your, fa- your father just said, okay, stay in the car. And just told me, okay, put my head down, stay at this corner. <laughs> my uncle covered me, you know. <laughs> got to the, got to the gate. You know Nigeria now. They just see big car. Everybody, hey, yeah, brought up money. Yeah, even uh, my papa don't hammer. <laughs> Come see me. I never, you know. So that's how I left. That's how I left the school. And he's like, okay, let him call his friend. Yeah, call this friend that time. The kids were in Apata. Yeah, like, the only problem is that Larry might repeat a class. I said I will even go back to primary six. <laughs> as long as, as, long well, as well, why didn't you like a Kwai bomb, bro? What was what was what was the need for you? Bro, what, what made you not to settle, bro? I'm not sure you went to federal government college school. I went. Know? I went to FGC Okigwe. Oh, do you remember things like Lady Koi Koi? I imagine. everything. Sitting down back. See, now when I sit back and look at things, I just laugh. Like, are you serious? Okay. <laughs> So I fell for this shit. You know? <laughs> but then also, again, you know, the cutting of grass, V-shape, wild cutting, yeah. people run, snakes, snakes, they mm. kill snakes. Oh boy. You weren't cut out for that. Pounding of shit. You guys had to pound shit. Are you sure you went to Fred? By the time I went, by the time it I went, it was, it was slightly, slightly we did. We oh, oh, oh. <laughs> now we found it till today. They do it as yes. We found it. Cutting of grass, you know. Yeah, have senior class students messing up and all. But I had to move to Abata. Was Abata so you repeated the class? Yeah. Was Abata better? In yeah. what way? Ah, Abata was Lagos. Yeah. yeah you know, Abata was Lagos. I felt better. You know, to me. Uh, these rich men children now. How much is school fees that I don't know thirty thousand thirty five self. Yeah. You know, this was like ninety two, three or something. Oh, I was I was born in ninety one. Yeah. Um, nineteen ninety I went to my my I went to Aquibon. Imagine. I wasn't even born then. My just <laughs> one was nineteen ninety, I remember vividly. Whoa. You know, so I was like ah. This one is better for me. So I met people, you know, I met good friends that I still have till the date. You know. I brought the bad boy thing from from <laughs> from from Bomb to that place. So you know, jumping off fence was normal to me. Yeah. You know, so it was a big deal to them. So when they found out that one bad boy was around and was jumping fence, let him be that <laughs> minor, you know. And we used to go out and do shit, you know, come back. And we were planned for something, we were caught. Because I remember me coming to, okay, that was my, going to my SS1. Yeah. This story I'm about to tell, I will, <laughs> I will implicate some people. No, don't, you, you, we might not mention their names. But no. just. Anyways, we went to a club on our lower road then. Uh, went out bus, Bullywear bus. You took a bus from Trust school. Me, jumped school, that was about, 10 at night. You know, lights out used to be 10 o'clock. Yes. So when everybody would go to sleep, immediately they say the lights out. We always jump immediately. Because 
that yeah, that's when everybody will be running and to get into uh, to so, get that, into, so they it, know. Yeah, that's that's when I used to jump. So that's why I told them that if we jump now, but if we now start coming at around eleven thirty twelve, security might be out there, you know, trying to to catch us. So I just said, you know what? I just showed them the trick. Once it's, I think it used to be like fifteen minutes to nine, ten to ten. Yeah, we get dressed and wear our uniform on it. Then when then when you jump and then you exit the school, what so happens what, what, to those what, uniforms? The, the Saturdays, like before we start moving on Saturdays. I I would take um you know the small nail. Yeah. We'd take our time, you know, like prison break. Yeah. So I would hit slowly on Saturdays when everybody's sleeping, we're free. Yeah. So I'll make holes that little holes that we can match, match, match up, put our legs on and so it took it took me like a month to do that with small nails. Just to create like spaces for spaces. you to put your foot and jump over. Take off. And nobody knew this was what you were doing? Uh, no, my <laughs> friends knew. I had some bad boys too. That, uh, well, so oh, no. did that, and um, so you know, because I I I, I grew up in Munshi and I had a lot of um, older ones that used to go out there. And, you know, yeah. Uh, I had a family friend that they were seven boys. He's called Makokoma. Yeah. So the elder ones used to go. He's called in Greg's. Yeah. There was no phone, no communication. So the other ones used to, the other ones used to go to clubs back then, you know. So remember, so started going to club very early. <laughs> so you go to club, you spend the night. When do you, how do you guys come back in the morning? About the the bouncers reach four o'clock. We go there outside like that. So if they bounce you at the club, you stay outside the club. I remember some bouncers still date now. No <laughs> way. They're very old now. They're my friends. You know, we used to stay outside because you obviously know these ones are not. We look, we look weak. You know, we look wretched, yeah. you know. But anyways, we'll be outside. So once it's like four o'clock, when they allow, when everywhere is about getting sh- closed, you know. Yeah. They allow us in just to see. Yeah. That ten twenty minutes now, now heaven. Oh. So right after that, we we'll just rush out, move to a day, take the next um, bus to a day, a day. We head to. We should stop at Sele. Get down. We used to pass through Elasa. Yeah. Wow. Coming back someday. They were ready for us that day. So it was gunshots. They were waiting for you guys. That's right. You know, Akbata is a soldier. Yeah. An ex soldier. Yeah. So that day he was ready because he knew that, okay, these people are done. That was how we're coming back. Then there was the reign of OPC just started. Yeah. Remember OPC? Yeah, remember OPC, yeah. They started chasing us. We got to school, like, I think, we wanted to get to school before five o'clock because we wake up about five to go take our bath. Like, yeah. Everybody outside, you know. <sighs> we got to school, like, almost five o'clock. We were waiting, so they started chasing us. Chasing, chasing. I was like, whoa, who they catch? No call anybody anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I made it anyway. I mean, some of my friends, I can't call their names. But now. they caught someone. They caught one person. No. <laughs> they caught one person. So, and tied the person like stockfish. Or maybe but the person like did not thief. snitch. And the person did not snitch. But, somehow, some way, on the assembly ground, they brought everybody out. All of us. They don't wait for, they already know the bad boys. If you are involved, they are not involved. Stand there, you must know the person that jumped. <laughs> 
So it was so easy. Yeah. You know, it brought us out. Um, so we're thinking, we're thinking he already snitched. Oh, yeah. But he didn't. Nice. Like they brought him tied up to the assembly with his boxers, marks everywhere. Girls were crying. And we were acting brand new like, What's happening? When they started calling, and they called exactly everybody that joined. No way. How many were you guys? We were about six. So the remaining five, they called us out. So when we knew that he didn't snitch on us was when they called like three other people. Oh. Vlogging them. Already one of my friends started begging that we're sorry that it won't happen again. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh. They flogged. Is your your father, is he still alive? Mm Mm-hmm. And what does he think of you now? Have you guys ever had a conversation? Does he think he made? Did he? Does he think he made the right decision back then? Yeah, no, I won't lie to you. But this, this is the thing about my dad, you know, because my dad, I'm the first son, yeah. I'm the first child. Oh, you know? so my dad, when he started making money, he spent a lot on me to go to school. Yeah, all that, you know. But he was confused to me. Today's doctor, tomorrow's lawyer. Today's, you know how parents can be. Yeah, all my life I wanted to travel. Yeah. Back then, you know, I even made some moves that I was arrested, got into jail. I think there was one time I, I, I passed through. Is it where's Ivory Coast again? Ivory Coast, yeah. Cote d'Ivoire. Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, they locked me up for because you wanted to leave. To uh, I was <laughs> some some bad boys sold some fake some fake EEC passport. No then it was way. called EEC passport. Yeah. Made a move with my friend, one of my friends. I would like to call his name too. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we've done different things just to get out of the country. Thinking if you're in London or thinking if you're in London or America, you've made it, you know. So back then, I was like, I must go to this America. I must go to this London. Back then, nine five, nine six, I didn't travel, you know. I wanted to kill myself. Who? Now London and America, where they go like my backyard. Like your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, he wanted a lot from me. Yeah. He expected a lot from me, you know. Had the bad times with him, like Zane is disappointed in me, you know. But all my life, I always had this uncle that said to me, No matter what it is, no matter what you want to study, if you like studies zoology, yeah. Just have a certificate. You know? Sure. So I followed that my uncle's advice. But it's not what my father wanted, anyways. But today. He's a happy man. You guys are friends. My G. <laughs> he, he's the real Gaga. That's his name. Oh. Yeah. That's his name. His, yeah. his first name, not yeah, the yeah, family yeah, name. Yeah, because they were born in Benue. His dad's name was Naga Naga. Yeah. He, like that. They had these names, I don't know, funny kind of names. You know. So he, he was called Gaga. Yes, that's his name. So um, to differentiate the Larry yeah. and the family, yeah. they used to call me his own name, Larry Gaga. Oh. That's how the name came about. You understand? So we so had it was like, from the family. Yes. Wasn't it? What you yeah. didn't choose this from? No, 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 no. Just to differentiate it, just like you have, um, uh, maybe in school, and you have all in your family, you have a, like how many Joey? Maybe like yeah. just to differentiate it. So they said Larry, son Gaga. of Gaga. Yeah. So that's how I started. So even in Nibu, in Nibu, some of my friends still call me Larry Onwa Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> And Those my uncles called me that. When did you first know you were work, you were going to work in music? When did you know like this was a path you wanted to pursue? From university, I did. You know, it started from secondary school. Yeah. Because I've uh, so 
I was meant to be a social prefect in my secondary school. Why? Because Every, you had everybody unlocked. Everybody unlocked, you know. Like I told you, jump first, go party now. So all the girls in the other schools, new love girls from Queens College, you know, for all the rave we've been going. So everybody felt it was me. So that month when they wanted to do the whole thing for elections, for pre- elections for prefects, my grandfather go die. No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> like. That when they came to pick me, I was crying, but they felt it was because of my grandfather. <laughs> I was like, ah, this one is not. If you're not there, they won't give you. Yeah. yeah. And so, so you, when, when I still came back, it was good. So you had the sport captain because I could play football very well. Yeah. Oh, you you play football. This is beautiful. <laughs> and from back then, you already knew you were attracted to the arts. Yes, I knew I was attracted because um, I was having the. What's it called then? Second school used to do stuff like um, social nights. Social nights, yeah. Yeah. We used to have the social nights, and um, when we used to perform, I had this friends we used to perform salt and pepper, and then what's the guy from Naughty by Nature? What's the black guy again? Not. Uh, there's Vinny. Uh, there's tr- is it? Tr- uh, yeah, yeah. Naughty by Nature. Let me see. Naughty. Let me just pull it up. Let me pull it up. Oh. Not okay, there was Vinny. The 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 trio. They had Vinny. They had. They had so the T or something. Trich. Yes, that's a trich. Yeah. So we used to do that song. So that was where people used to wait. That used to be the last performance. Oh, it was good. It was me and the girls. Yeah. So you were performing. So was, yeah, local performance was good. <laughs> but that, um, it was it was something great. So from then, everybody knew I was affiliated to music, you know, had the Fuji's came up then, you know, I was always buying CDs. My friend would travel then, Austin, yeah. back to London, we always get CDs, you know, it was a big deal. Like we used to have Discman and all that. So I knew I was so attracted to music. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, I wasn't surprised I would get to be involved in music this way, you know. Then moving to Festac. Yeah. It expanded more because uh, when I moved to Festac, my first friend as a musician was Blackface. Oh. Yeah. You, 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 he was in the, it was, he was in the neighborhood? Well, it was my, yeah, my neighbor. So he was the first guy I met, you know. He was like, ah, what sharp boy did this house? <laughs> you know? So I used to come out there and get in my car. Then became friends. From there, I met the whole family, the whole crew. But I bonded more with Two Face. Why? What? Why did you guys bond? What? What? What was? What you guys had? In, what you no, guys no, have no, in common? We're, we're very cool, me and Blackface. You know, but you know, um, Two Face was more like the outing guy. Yeah. What I wanted, not like Blackface wasn't. You know? Yeah. We we're very very cool. There was no issue, but I got more closer to Two Face. Mm. I'm being two-faced because I liked him too. You know? Yeah. He was actually talented. So we had bond and that was it. And ever since that day till date, it's early 2000. Mm. But why SG? How did you, how did you get in? Was, was, was that your first try at managing anything music? Yeah. Um, YSG is owned by um, a very close friend of mine till date. Yeah. And um, 
he liked music also. So he, he just like just. So you were yeah. saying YSG was owned by a friend of yours. Yeah, he's the CEO. Okay. Yeah. So um, and um, he was like, "Yo, Larry, you're very close to this artist." So we're, we're very good friends, and you know, we roll, and um, we're always with practically the first stack superstars. That I was always with a lot of them, you know. Yeah. So he was like, "Yo, I believe we're friends, and um, my thing is your thing, you know. So I want you to join me in this, you know. I know naturally, you know, organically, you do these things. It doesn't cost you anything, but these are the things I need. So I want you to just handle this record label. So I said, oh, "Fine." It's an opportunity for me to even have the experience, you know. Yeah. Know how it is, you know, the A and R about it and everything. Let yeah. me put it properly now. So I said, it's not a problem. Uh, we'll push Vector to where you want him to be. First of all, I would like to take advantage of um, what I have, close yeah. friends, you know. Yeah. So I told him it's not a problem. We do this normally without you accent, but it's fine. So I said, okay, you had. He he doesn't have the time. You know, yeah, um, so I was like, okay, got close, closer to the music side. Yeah, through YSG, understood a lot, of, a lot, a lot. What I mean, a lot. I learned a lot from YSG and the, the whole stress. What was the what was the most that entire situation? What was the most crucial learning for you? Because it was your first time. How to manage artists? Okay. How to manage human beings? How to manage artists? You know. Um, I won't say they were always quarreling, but you know how artists can be. You know? Yeah. So I was the only one that could relate to it, Vector, in a way that, you know, he had his own, his own, his own, his own thing. He had his own thing going on for him. Vector could talk to me and tell me anything. He had his own complaint, which I think is something. I always tell my friend, let's look into it, you know. Yeah. Let's just manage him. He's human. He's, he's bound to be. Yeah. You know? And then he, uh, he also had his wrong side. Yeah. So I got to learn a lot from YSG in terms of managing human beings. You know, even the artists that we future. Yeah. Even the ones that future us, how to just manage everybody. You know. So I told him it's not a problem. The first thing I'll do is um. I would get Two Face. Yeah. Which I know. Has been Vector's idol, idol dream to work with. You know, it's minor. He's a very close friend of mine. We eat everything together. And I told Two Face about it, and then um, I think Two Face just dropped. Um, I think maybe I heard it where he hadn't dropped. It was just if to say not just if to say not just yeah. me. So then he was. He had friends with him, which are my friends like Ojo. Yeah. Then I told Two-Face about it that you see, I'm handling, I'm handling Vector now. Yeah. I mean, listen, um, we need to work together. And it's like, ah, he calls me Zaga. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Zaga, ah, no, Zaga, Zaga, anytime, anything. You know, called Vector, Vector was happy about it. We put up studio time. I came through with Two-Face because I went to pick Two-Face. That's what I told you about handling artists, you know, managing yeah. them. I had yeah. to go pick Two-Face, yeah. nurse him, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you wake up, you know, just shout, nurse him. Yeah. We, and edge him towards yeah, your yeah. goal. So 
we got to the studio, Vector was ready, and trust me, the moment Two Face heard the beat, you know that song was freestyle. He didn't yeah, do it was all freestyle. Yeah, the moment he heard the beat, he looked at me, he was smiling. <laughs> the next thing I heard was, see the smile upon the people's faces, and that's how we get down, you know? Yeah. So that was how we made the first heat. Um, we did another one with Nice. Nice being a very good friend and family. Sent a message across to him. I was like, yo, Raga, you don't need to stress yourself, you know. Just send Vector that one. Do this. That's how we did Angeli. Yeah. Angeli. Um, oh, yeah. nice. So we had a lot of hits coming in. So going to one year. But before then, Oleku was out. Yeah. And I think... Um, not I think Vector did his own version immediately yeah you know? and from what I heard people liked it you know but sincerely it was just something new from the young boy trying to blow you don't need to do all that you know so they, that became an issue between no way yeah between everybody but now it's, you think about it how normal that is now very normal. Artists even encourage you to we do still, your We still talked version. about it, me and Jesse Jackson. Yeah. The other day, you know, we laughed, we talked about it. So, it became a problem. Ice Prince is my family from day one. Jesse Jacks, M.I., every one of them. So, yeah. I told Victor, that I don't know who is pushing you to this, but to me, I think it's wrong. But I'm gonna solve it. And yeah. Vector was like, fine, but he doesn't have any issue with them. But you know, as a rapper, he has that ego, that pride. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't insult me, you just talk to me. So yeah. if they had spoken to me the way you are talking to me, though. You know, so I just tried to see Jesse Jags and everybody because they stopped playing Vector's version on radio. Yeah. Which is fine with me. Yeah. You know. So we squashed it out a long time ago. To me, we did then when I was there. Okay. So that was it. So we moved on. So I was like, okay, Vector, you're doing well now. Um, people, people have accepted you. Yeah. Let's move to the next level. And he was like, what level? I said, let's have an international artist. You're very good. You know, I used to call you my own Niger Jay-Z. Yeah. So we're thinking, thinking. And I told him it's America. Yeah. Have to do America. So we used to have, um, then it was um, um, Movado that was like the biggest um, reggae artist. And, um, Movado. Yeah. So he said, it would be crazy to have somebody like him so I made the moves. I made all the moves for Movado and um, pulled through. Yeah. Um, spoke with them and um, sent the song. No, 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 no. I spoke to them and I told them, you know what? You know, say that time we said the looks. They make no go spoil anything. I told them, please let's use your producer. We pay. Yeah. You know. So the producer then charged me. Three thousand. Vector, remember? I don't know. I think three thousand dollars. But whoa, lower, at that time, lower the dollar a hundred naira. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> then, sure, okay. it was something huge. I think dollars one twenty or hundred. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. 
Anyways, it was something huge. And the producer's name was um Daseka. Mm-hmm. I remember Daseka. So he sent the beat to me. Um, over those um, um, manager was in between us. You know, I think the, the manager's name was Julian or something. I can't remember. Anyways, we did the song. Movado did his part, sent it. I was like, yo, bro, we need to get Vector Visa. I'll take him. Let's go do this video. I called people in the States and um, we made it happen. Yeah. Got a visa through Joy Tongo. I don't know if you remember Joy Tongo. I know Joy. Joy is a my G. She's my, she's my G. <laughs> so she's a personal friend. Yeah, she did the visa for Vector. Yeah. Shout out to Joy. That's a very good person. Yeah, she is. To me, I don't know. No, she me. is. She's a, she's sweet. Yeah. So we got the visa and, um, for Vector, and we moved. But then me, I don't get visa. Me, I don't do work I don't get dreams. I was going America. So, yeah, got so, to so you don't have to search yourself out. So, long time ago, but still got to the Americans. I said, let me go. Anyways, we got to America. I met with Movado. And bro, you know one thing, Movado. All the money I sent to pay Movado, yeah, he knew nothing about it. No way. It was hell. They w- his people weren't giving. I know Vector won't want me to say this, but it was hell for us. Bro. No. You know, I met him one on one. Then he was signed to DJ Khalid. Yeah. Long ago. So they were like, we need to meet the management. That's where I saw DJ Khalid first. Yeah. We need to meet the management and all that. I was like, yo, bro, we can't start all over again. Yeah. So his boys were like, no, we need to drop some money. It's like, wow. This is serious, you know. He now pulled me to corner and was like, yo, move out of himself. Yeah. That his story about this, but um, that his manager, very, very funny guy. No. And uh, um, a few days ago, he just told him that they were not working together anymore. Oh. The guy is like all this, you know, this white Jamaican. Oh, so he was moving shady. Very rude. Very arrogant, you know. So he was like, he doesn't work with him anymore. And sincerely, that he did this song from his heart, you know, and he didn't ask for any money. But now his new management is politics anyway to me. Yeah. So I called Vector, but I decided that this is what's happening, this is what's happening. And you know when Movado came? Then he was running like David O, if you see yeah. the boys. Yeah. <laughs> so like, Vector, okay, let me see. I can raise as far as some money. Let me know what I can do. But you see this video with the shoot time today, today. With yeah. this money that they brought me. Like I was happy because it was sad already. I did make some calls because I think I had to do like 4K with me then. I'm not for enjoyment. Yeah. I won't enjoy myself after. <laughs> so made some calls. Anyways, gathered the whole money. That's wow. how God worked. Like in less than two hours, you know, people were just coming through. You know, so well, you know when God blesses you, God has blessed you. Yeah. So I could put a call through to anybody. You know, that's why you don't know who you can need tomorrow. Just True. be nice to everybody. True. And trust me, the people that brought that money for me, I didn't expect. Like I just I was like, ah, these guys just come to America. How would I start disturbing them? But yeah. they had the money. They were working. So Beautiful. Anyways, paid what they said I should pay. Came back and told Vector, let's shoot. It was like I used to say, I've done it. So we shot the video, the vibe. Vector and Movado had a good time talking about everything, family, showing each other pictures and all that. Aww. 
So we did the song and it was nice. And um, my brother was like, okay, let's go drink somewhere. It's just down the road. Like I can literally see where we're going to from here. But when I look, where would they go? That time, dreads. <laughs> I saw boys with dreads from head to toe. No. My, my heart caught. <laughs> said, it's no. island now. Island <laughs> team. No, if it's like now, no problem. But then, bro, I was scared. What life for you? There's no break button for my head. I just told Vector, Vector, if you want to go, you can go. But I beg. Let's call your mother so your mother will know that I told you not to go. You know, shit's like that. So we left them. We had the video. We dropped it. It was a good one. We came back. I don't know. After that, America, that was when and Victor and my guys started having issues. And, and you know, the rest is public history. Yeah. And what that situation, yeah. you, you know, going through having to manage an artist, having to work the channels, mm. having to play the politics and, yeah. you know, extract money and pay and all of that. Mm. How does it serve you now, now that you are your own person, now that you're working for yourself and doing your things? How does that that experience come to bear? (laughs) You see, when things happen, eh, it happens for a reason. True. Um, Me meeting you today, there must be a reason. God knows why. True. So when things like this, I I don't know how I'm going to explain this now. But what I would say is... um, I'm still going to take it back to humility. I don't know. I don't explain this. But I think I'll just take it back to humility. Just uh, be focused. Yeah. That's it. Mm. So over time, why did you decide? Because for a while, you you stayed away from the space. Mm. What made you decide to come back in? Because for, for, yeah. for a while, you, 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 didn't, you, you, didn't, you didn't feel like you were going to do anything within the space. Uh, you, know, you know, in between my music, I was doing selling products yeah i got into the business which is called oil and gas now but to me it was just selling products like selling um to end users yeah i wanted i made some money and i said you know i'm going to get peddlers trucks tankers yeah that was the deal then that was the business we had the i don't know if you remember zenon zenon oil yeah so i had friends that were finished from school that were big positions in zenon oil and told me about the business, you know. So a friend of mine, Coyote, was like, yo, Larry, we can do this. I had a very good friend, too, who was a bank manager. Yeah. Junior. Yeah. He brought me into it like, yo, Larry, we can do this. And bank will fund you because I can see what you're rolling out from your, what rolls out from your account, you know. Yeah. We can put this, I'm behind you, you know. So I just started that business on the other side. I just focused on the business. Yeah. You know? Then our papa was not like this. Yeah. Our papa Ruth wasn't like this. Yeah. He used to go get products, supply to end users. Being who I am, I had a lot of friends, you know. Yeah. So I used to have a lot of customers. So it was easy to market. Very easy. Because a lot of your like relationships are personal. When my products are finished, I take the next person's life. I help him sell immediately. Wow. So I had a lot of friends, different places, and it was easy then, you know. This business I'm telling you now... Three three naira business, and I'll be like, say, but you know, when you put when everything you are, together, when you yeah. so there was money coming in. Money was coming in. I was like, oh, I'm moving to the island. <laughs> 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 what, 
what, what, what, what did the island represent to you? Uh, uh, you know, because I used to drive all the way to the island every yeah, night from Festa. From Festa. Ah, no, that's too. Far. And the life was different, you know. I was like, yo, I'm moving to the island. I'm going to get a house. Yeah. I had a plan. You know, I'll get a house. Yeah. And I can mortgage be paying slowly. Yeah. But I'm moving to the island. Made up my mind. Started struggling. Made the money one night. I woke my sisters up. I already had this house. Yeah. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't say anything. Got the house, but I was just coming to the island from work, getting bread, getting the house ready. And then we used to have this massive traffic every time. Yeah. How to. So I had to wait till about 1 a.m. or 2. Okay. I woke my sisters up. A surprise. Woke the whole family up. They didn't, know, they didn't know this was happening. Had the whole truck downstairs. Whoa. Everything was going. Like when I mean everything, just my clothes because I, I love clothes. So yeah, I have a whole lot. So like, okay, my clothes. I told my sister, yeah, you guys pack your things anyhow. But I couldn't take my ACs and all that, my TVs. I left the house like that. For real? I swear down. You just didn't want to be I there anymore. I swear down. Everybody would tell you first time. So people woke up by one a.m. and you were telling them pack up, pack up, pack up, pack up, pack up, pack up. We packed our things. Everything that's your thing, just pick it. Every other thing, the chair, the TV, the AC, everything. Because if I do that, people know I'm living. Sure. And I already had that fun love, you know. Yeah. So I moved and I got here like four years. Drove him, put everything together. I had my sister drive one other car. Yeah. I never went back to first time again. How how is island life different ah, from Festac? From Festac, exactly. how, how was it different? You talk about like life was different. In what way? It was things were easy for me, and I knew from here I'm going to meet a lot of people yeah. that I've been meeting. Yeah. It's easier because already what made me uh, I'm not going to call the person's name also again. They had a deal for me. Yeah, and that deal was a lot of money. And they needed me to be there with them. Okay. I couldn't leave Mautu. I couldn't leave left, right, everywhere. Blocked. No way. Blocked. I missed that deal. Because of traffic? Millions of naira. No bike at that Because if not for fly bike, nigga. I did everything. I was stuck in the traffic with my car. I literally cried. No way. I just made up my mind that, yo, I'm moving to phase one. I'm moving to phase one. And that deal, at that time, the meeting was at, what's this place called? Is it Mr. Biggs? Then used to be here. Yeah. That's the reason why I said I must move to phase one. How did that move? How did it change socially for you? Changed a lot of things for me. It was easy for me to assess any artist. It was easy. For everybody is always around the island. You know, it's easy now. I'll be like, okay, one o'clock is one o'clock. I can start getting ready like twelve thirty. Yeah. But you know, back then the first time, one o'clock now seven for morning. Yeah, true. Went that traffic for four hours before we changed the lot for me anyways. And so a very key part of what happened that the your relaunch into the space mm-hmm. as okay, but first mm-hmm. why did you decide to go to the front end? You were on the back end for so long. For so long. So this is it. Um, Timaya. Okay. Two-Face. Mm-hmm. And my everyday friends here. Bonner boy. Yeah. 
everyday one, I mean everyday friends. Yeah. You know what I'm y- talking about. Homies. When you met me, you always yes. see a lot of people here. And yes. tell me Every time I come here, there's always <laughs> there's always a lot of people. My everyday homies. Like Timaya will call me. I got where you did you else. I beg I want me to hear this song. Because I had this music here. To face to tell me the same, you know. They were my real friends, always with me, good or bad. Anything I'm doing. So when we sit out, out there, then it was plastic chairs or nothing they find like this that yeah. time. You know? <laughs> so we'll sit down. If it's one bottle of this we had, then we'll share it and drink and be happy about it. So Timaya said to me, Come, everybody like you. I don't know why people like you. Even my girl, my girls, they like you. You know how Timaya is? Timaya's a crazy person. Aga, DJ Khalid no do passo. You yeah. just start yourself. If you tell me right now, like you they hear music, you, you understand it. You understand what I'm saying? You yeah. tell me the truth. Now you they tell me the truth to my face. You know? yeah. That was the word. DJ Khalid no do passo. Two faces like, bro, don't be like, I can put everybody together. So I reached out to that piano. That piano used to. Yeah, that piano. The one, he yeah, won the shout call. Out to blah, blah, that shout out to him. Well, that piano has been there from day one. Yeah. Almost day one. All Vector's album. You know Vector's album, the yes. first one? Yeah. So I reached out to the piano and said, boy, go store. Go pack all my, pack all, pack all the speakers, everything. Bring it here, you know. So I had one table. Like, I got a baba, only one speaker feed, they walk, all those yeah. kind of things. Yeah. So anyways, he brought everything, set it up, one week speaker, mic, you know. But it was good. So we stayed. And uh, the rest was history. Everybody started making songs from here, and it was nice because I don't know, it was so real, and we made very good songs, you know, until date. And people made the song with the intention that this was Larry Gaga's song. Yes, I always, I, I will always tell you, this is how I want the song to be because I, I, I listen to a lot of old music. Yeah, this is how I want the song to be. Let's talk about this or. Listen, there's this story Joey told me about yeah. him and his girl, within the girl. We just put out for song, you know. Yeah. So we did a lot of recording here from the YJ, Maomi. Those are my sisters, like. Yeah. Without anything, they came through for me. Wow. For like two days recording, you know. Put up a whole lot of projects. A whole lot of songs have not been released to today. Hmm. So we did a lot here. It was family to me, everything to me. Everybody, you know, sitting out here. I had a fear coming from Ghana. Nice. Had different people, like different people. I wish they were still that I love them very much. <laughs> I don't forget things. Okay. And why did you choose to release Gaga Shuffle? It's too faceful. Gaga Shuffle started like a joke. I, I, I can't even believe Gaga Shuffle is assisting today. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I respect and love Two Face too much. Yeah. You know, Gaga Shuffle was just here. You know, I don't dance when I go to the club back then, when yeah. we go out. So why don't you dance? I don't know. You don't know how to dance. No, I know how to dance. I know how to dance. I know how to dance. I know how to dance with a girl. Okay, uh, okay, okay. I know how to dance. But, but but um, the truth is, I I I I I, I don't dance. Yeah. Maybe just listen to music, pop ahead. Even if I like a song, I can just be singing along, you know. Yeah. So I don't I can't remember the song that they played. And I danced that gaga shuffle. I danced that way. Yeah. Two face wanted to die with laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, you know, 
because yeah. it got shuffle. Oh, you know, like joke. So like an inside joke. Yeah. So again, we all in my house here. Rest in peace, South Sultan. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, Matthew Industry Night. Matthew Ohio. Yeah, Matthew Ohio Industry Night. Um, Two Face and I wanted to do a song. The very first song was a tribute to a song for a friend of mine that we lost called Sonia Savage Savo. Yeah. yeah. My speaker come from before here, no work. No way. The speaker that piano called that piano immediately. That piano was like, Baba, we can do it too. There's one studio that I'm managing with some people. But what are food that street I don't know how go past. So these are the things I tell you that I love to face for. Yeah. So I was like, Baba, we have to go to where's that place again? Then he looked far. Yeah. Where's that? I think it's a more um gallery. Yes, that's yeah. the that the cate. Yeah, you yeah. go in there, yeah. then there's one I've been there a couple yeah, of times. Then used to be very bad, you know what I'm talking yes. about. I've been there, yeah. I've been there in that studio with that oh, piano. That piano yes. yes, I've been there, I've gone the, to see him the, a lot of times. Two face and South Sultan. What are food he rode? They say even with Jeep. Two face was like, we could go there. We will use our IC. I was like, this guy. <laughs> I said, okay. We got there. And we passed through the water. Funny enough, not like it was easy. Yeah. At the end of the day, two face got down and said, hey, we never reach. We don't pass. Uh-huh. That was how we got in. And at that, I told that piano, because that piano was my producer from time. You know, yeah. Piano. And, and, and shout out to Badman Floss. Badman Floss was with us here. Yeah, too, that Floss, yeah. yeah. We, made, we made the song. We made like two different songs, same day with Gaga Shuffle. So we started with the one for the tribute that I wanted to be my first song ever for my friend, you know. So the moment we were done with that, I told that piano to play that other beat. As he played it, I did that my dance again. Bro, where Two Face was sitting with the mic. That was Gaga Shuffle. No writing, no nothing. No, he started laughing again. No, no, he didn't. No premeditation, no forethought. He Trust just me. started recording. I'm telling you the story. Wow. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Then the moment did, I did that dance again. Yeah. He just started laughing, recording, <laughs> laughing, recording. And what could no do writing. Again? That's all. <laughs> and when he says, let me go do the Gaga Shuffle, we all dance the same way. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're hearing is uh-huh mm-hmm. was him holding the microphone yeah watching me dancing that wow you know. see as i want chris because we don't drink well well eh? what will you for my fucking chris that was it as i want chris i want him Make we start to do the Gaga Shuffle. <laughs> it's simple. It's simple. Very simple, but I don't know. Guys, too blessed. You know? So that was it. We kept the song. That song, because I don't know, maybe because it was freestyle, no writing, and it was easy. Yeah. That piano chopped, 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 chopped it and just added it up together. We had that song for close to seven months or eight without releasing. All we used to do was play it at my backyard here. Yeah. And we keep dancing. Yeah. We'll play it at the back here. Dance. Drinking, eating. Yeah. And we'll be dancing to it. Two face was like one night here saying, Oh, but we'll drop this song. I said, No try <laughs> <laughs> Why why didn't you believe in it? <laughs> so maybe because it was I was too simple. It was too simple. You understand the feeling. 
So it was like, Gaga, trust me, Moku drop out. This one now we use, let the world know, say, Larry Gaga day. I said, Baba, he said, trust me. That same night we called Unlimited LA, we had the discussion. So she said, go, go, no shaking. You know? And that was Gaga Shuffle for you. He called P Square, a lot of people in the video, AY. Oh, he, he made the calls himself. He made the calls himself. No way. Trust me. Oh, that's a brother then. <sighs> you don't understand. That's a that's a that's deep that's you. a it's deep here, brother. Here in my heart. Everybody, I was shy to be in the video. I said I won't be in the video. Let me now explain to you. He dragged me into oh, that dance. Why they dance not shyness? I didn't dance. <laughs> so what he did was the part that he told unlimited. So when you see me dancing, the part you see me dancing. They told me cameras were off. We're just playing. I yeah. was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Baba put out for them. No, my love. <laughs> so I had a good time. Timaya came through again for the video. Had some first time friends. Um, younger. Very close family friends. You know, We had time. We played. We talked about different things. So all that time we were talking and all that, they were recording it. So like my, really my first time. Yeah. You know, and that was it. Um, Gaga Shuffle dropped. I was scared to have my name involved with it. Yeah. And trust me, bro. The rest is history to date. One well, day uh, called. One day uh, called uh, me. Uh, yeah. You know, one day called is a very good friend of mine. Yeah. Very nice to me. You know. One day called called me. I was like, Yo, Larry, I love that song. You know. Wow. I'm like, are you serious? Bonaboy called me and told me that this is my favorite song. You know. I have a video of me and Bona dancing to that song on my oh, birthday. Oh, nice. Back then. Bona called me, love the song. David O. Oh, I was like, oh. one day was like, yo, I'm coming to your studio. You know? Yeah. Now me and you supposed to do the next one. You know? I go support you. Trust me, nine o'clock in the morning when the call was here. I thought I was joking. Wow. Nine a.m. So I said, give me a beat, give me a beat, give me a beat. The beat we gave to one day. Yeah. Two beats. That's where you hear wonderful. Yeah. That's another monster. Yes. Freestyle. Everything you've heard about wonderful, the song. It was another freestyle. Everything. The two songs. Both um, I had the song with him and bass one. Yeah. Shoja. Yeah. That was it. You know, I had a call from Sharas. You don't know if you know Sharas. I know Sharas, Sharas yeah. called me and Sharas was like, yo, Larry, I love this song. And they come visit you. Sharas came in and came in like dropped a beat for him. Man, no be God was made. No writing, you know. So a lot of talents. Yeah, yeah that's wonderful. Black diamond, too much Wonderful. Maybe you are too daft. So about this wonderful. Yeah. The first version. Yeah. Where we had Sakod in mind. Yeah. See one they go, it's a beast. Yes. When they yes. did this song, and the next thing, it switched to the Ghanaian style. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that version to you today. He switched to the Ghanaian style. I was like, wow. And I was like, if we put Sakodi on top, that would make sense, Larry. Say because as I did freestyle like this at CTV, did they show Sakodi's that Sakodi with the Nobody know lose God. That's why he started doing that. Ah, one day cool. That's why he started doing that freestyle. So I was like, okay, if he has my good friend, 
Shout out to Effie. I called Effie immediately. Effie was yeah, like, she's such a good person. Oh, my God. So she's one of the people I really respect yeah. from Ghana. So we talk half the time. She was supposed to be on the podcast, but she's like, hold on, Joey. Let me do a few things. I'll come back to you. Yeah, yeah. She's beautiful. She's, she's, she has such a sweet spirit. I was talking about me and Effie. I have a lot of stories. Like, <laughs> that's my love. <laughs> you know? So she, you called her? Called Effie immediately. Effie was like, ah, Send me the song now. Um, sack go do am now now. Sack sack now family. Sack no get wala. That was a joke. I sent the song to her. I sent to her like in the evening. Yeah, bro. It's about nine. Yeah, she called me back. Ah, sack no. You like I'm. You like I like what they call say. You go do am. No worry. Take your number, but message him. Say that you he knows you. And now they had Gaga Shuffle. Yeah. I messaged him. Sack replied, yo, brother, Gaga Alpha. I said, I'm fine. He said, no problem. Bro, before I wake up, Sack would have sent Whoa. <laughs> he stayed up all night doing oh. his thing. That's why I hold, you know, some people think um, Ghana artists now, you respect Sakodi. It's not respect. You know, somebody that has shown you love without anything. I yes. should have respect for him. True. That's the respect I have for him. You know? I don't I'm not rating him more than anybody. But to me, come on, he came true for me. True. So when I say he's the best rapper from Ghana, he's the best artist. I'm not really saying it because he did that song for me, but he is. Yeah, yes. He has the, the he has, scoreboard yes, shows that. Yes, yes, his scoreboard is you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. it's not because he did that song for me, but he's somebody that is talented and nice to me. You know, he was hosted me in his house, cooked jello fries for me. Uh-huh. So he's nice. I've not called Sack. I've not called Sack and I would get a ne- negative response. You know? So someone has been to his wedding. He's, he's a very good friend. So that was it. I had um, Randy Cole come through. Yeah. David O. Bonner Boy. Yeah. Bonner Boy is family till date. Yeah. Till date. Like just I know they see my guy again. You know they know. My guy. But I actually saw him in Portugal. I saw him at uh, the Afro Nation and then the love was real, you know. We hug each other like like two seconds, like say, ah, where you did this? You know? <laughs> I'm very cool with Bonner Boy and the mom. Banana. Doing this, having to put your name in front, having to be on the front end, having to be public about your existence and the work that you do, how has that changed your human experience? No, I'm still the same, Joey. But now people people come up to you, people treat you're now a star. Uh, you're on the, the back truth end. Is, the truth is, the truth is, at times I used to forget. <laughs> I won't lie to you. I used to forget I'm a star. I don't know. I don't call myself a star. Okay. But I do forget, Paul. I think sometime when I was going to the east at the airport in Enugu. Yeah. That was when I, when I dropped the, the song last year, Get Again. I heard people shouting, coming down from somewhere, like a crowd of people. So I felt maybe. We were looking for one governor or whatever. I also stopped with them. I was looking. I didn't even know it was me. So at times I used to forget. 
I know they remember. Sometimes I want to do things that uh, I beg, pack, pack. I want peace for root. Ah, I don't remember. I be stab, be stab, be stab. <laughs> you know. So, but has, has, has it changed how people have treated you? How how people like react to you? Has it this yeah, yeah. being on the front end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's changed a lot. You know. Now I get some kind of um, extra love. Yeah. You know, some kind of extra regards. Yeah. It has changed a lot. It has changed a lot. Even for my village. You know, changed. Okay. One more song before before we go into um this. Thank you so much. This is yeah. we've done this for a while. And you know, cheers, man. I'm enjoying this so much. <laughs> so you've done a lot of records. Yeah. And then there's Egedege. You know, having an Igbo mother yeah. in the nineties yeah. meant that she she was very rooted in culture. Yeah. And so a song like Egedege, even the chorus, the hook, one reason why I connected with it so much was because my mom used to sing mm. that to me. My mom sang that a lot to yeah, me. No. She was, like even when she wasn't even singing to me, when she was by herself, she just sang it in the mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. So it was a tune that growing up we got to learn. Mm-hmm. And then seeing it come back. Come back and being interpreted in this way. Mm-hmm. It it touched me deeply. I know. How did that? Um, <laughs> why? How did you get to pull that off? Okay, um, I guess it's a song that um, we all grew up with. Our parents singing, like you said. So I went for an, uh, a burial. Yeah. In the east. So. While I was there, I was sitting down with my friends. Yeah. Drinking, you know. Was it the burial of a friend, a friend's father? No, in-law. In-law, okay. Yeah. And um, sipping on all, you should do say and all that. So, kids were all over me, screaming Larry Gaga, giving them money. They were singing my songs, you know. The next thing I noticed, everybody's there running the kids. This lady was coming. <laughs> she comes with this attire like a yeah. like a goddess. Yeah. With uh staff. With the staff, yeah. And then we don't first drink like 13 Hennekin altogether. Yeah. Before they do this. So I was not seeing any any <laughs> anybody. You know. So she was just coming. One of my friends, Charles, said, they worry this woman. That's Charles of Play? No, 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 no. Okay, childhood friend, yeah. Okay. Uh, like, wait till they wear this woman. She could open that leg. <laughs> she could hit that leg for stood. Stay one, please. It's about to talk to Larry here, make he remix one song for her. Yeah. That was it. She got on stage at the burial, did that thing. Well, was everyone listening? A week later, I got a call from you know, so Mobili boss manager. Yeah. And he was like, yo, boss, this lady called me now that... She wants to talk to you that she heard you said something. I said, what did, what did she hear? <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was like, ah, he doesn't know that hope I didn't say. That's why my friend shot your 30 months. What, why are you scared? He said, ah, you know all this? I said, keep quiet. It's power. She said, they act all those things. With me. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> I just joked about it anyway. You know. Well, you know, I can understand his fear. You know, Teresa, I don't know. Laura, yeah. She's legend. Yeah. 
She has a story. I understand. No, but I told him something. I said, listen, I don't want you ranting about this. I, I had no bad intention when I said it. I wasn't even the one that said it, but I just stood by it. That when I said what I said, you know, whatever you heard. The truth is, somebody amongst us that must have said it. They so, yeah, it. to her. So he told me that ah, she's calling me back. I'll call you back. I said, I beg, leave me alone. If you're thinking what I'm thinking, you're to vote me to come. <laughs> or book whiskey yeah <laughs> you know? so I was like okay boss I don't hear you he was laughing you know I called him back and she was like he was like she actually called to know me that the daughter not her own daughter like you know yeah adopted daughter the, the brother's daughter was like ah if you know Larry let's try a bit Larry if not so knows Larry because not so He's the one that did stuff with the mobility and you know, Lagos. Let's do something. But that's why she's calling. So he called me back. I was like, oh, "That's a better. Sounds better." Okay, somebody I respect, somebody I know, somebody I love our music growing up. Hmm? Yeah, we will do it. Okay, uh, I will be in the east a few days from now. Um, this is the most popular song growing up that we will do it. We will do the remix. So came to the east, had a conversation with. And uh, I came back. I knew I had to put my brothers. I hit Fino up, told Fino about it. He says it's a very good idea that he likes it. Told Flavor, Flavor said he likes it. I went to meet Fino at home. I like having conversation, discussing. Let's be sure of a record before we put it out. Yeah. Played the idea. And Fino gave me his own idea what he was thinking and said, "Yo, a lot of people think this woman doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. She's gone." We need her to re-sing this. Yeah, that yeah. the folk song. Yeah, we need her to re-sing, re-sing, re-sing the same thing. But maybe this time, maybe something better. That's why you hear Teresa Nora, no Muniku. Yes, I'm the like, one talking. Now me, yeah. I'm, the one ta- I'm the one speaking. So I was like, okay, I think Fina's right about this. So Fina said she has to come and let her record with me. Let's not use the sample, because the idea was wanted to use the sample. Yeah. I said, okay. Then, called and we, we scheduled the recording at Onicha. My boys went down to Onicha, recorded, we recorded, got exactly what I wanted, and told her to put their names and give a shout out to Fino and Flavor. We have to do it that way. She was kind of scared that they won't, they might not jump on the record, but these are my family, you know. They already, they were in support of it. So we had that done, came back, then, decided that we all should record together yeah we know flavor so we have ideas because those boys are very talented yeah you know? and yeah. together we'll just make out something great you know because they record like how they record they record like they're not recording yeah it's it's, it's normal uh, yeah them. it's normal they play it's like eat. oxygen yeah they can stop and play station come back talk be gisting but your record is ready so we started i go to fino's house we drove together to Flavors. I had used Flavors Studio. We had did the song that same night, finished everything before 6 a.m. in the morning. And everybody left. And shout out to Mastercraft. Yes. Mastercraft changed the whole beat again. Yeah. You know, to accommodate uh, everyone. Yeah. So he made it more danceable. Beautiful. And that was a called Lady. And she was excited. She was very happy. And I picked up the day to shoot the video very fast before my brother's gonna go <laughs> go run yeah you know so we shot the video in the east everybody 
about 30 something of us flew down to the east. Stayed about two, three days. Yeah, and shot the video. I shot the video. And trust me, I don't think anybody has held Fino and Flavor to stay with you for two, three days to shoot. Yeah. I knew I was blessed. Beautiful. I knew I was blessed to have them do that. And the love and um, the, you see, the whole cooperation about that video. Shout out to Flavor. Shout out to Fino. They, they, they got to set before me, would you believe? <laughs> no way. <laughs> it was like, I beg, I beg, where would you shoot? You don't start all this, your, you won't paint your face. I beg, I beg, I beg, and they go. You know, so I was like, wow. And for the two, three nights we were there, we were all just drinking, happy. And, you know, I had Peter Doche there. Peter Doche, the idea came from Funny Bone. Okay, good Funny Bone. Of, yeah, good friend of mine. Beautiful. I needed somebody to put up that song to just talk. I had a couple of people. I had Zuby Michael initially. He did. But we were like, okay, this is lovely. This is nice what Zuby Michael did. But because she's old, you know? Yeah. Let's get somebody old. Yeah, someone If it was that just me, Fino, Flavor... Maybe the next song, you know, because from the song Doings, I saw Zuby Michael. Yeah. I was like, I think I should add Zuby. So, which I explained to Zuby. He was like, fine, fine. It's even better, you know. Makes it more better. So, Funny Bone flew down to Enugu with me. Some of that journey entirely. Yeah. And, you know, as a traditional man, we started, started talking to Pete about it. And Pete was like, I don't know, what a problem for him. The first day, he accommodated us. We watched yeah, some the, of my videos. Oh, he nice. complained. He knows me. Yeah. He said he knows me very well from TV. We've never been, this is the first time I'm meeting him and I'm coming to his house. That it's fine that he was going to do it. And um, told me that if not for some reason that I was sitting a bit far from him, that he wanted to knock me. <laughs> so, uh, what did I do? He was like, uh, why would I wear a suit oh. and a red cap? With the song with Umo Bilibo. I think Umo Bilibo, they're from his place. Yeah. So every of their songs is always watching. That okay. uh, white man. I'm trying if you want to go traditional, you go to you know. Yeah. That's tradition. You know, just I learned a lot too about tradition from him because he had a lot of stories to tell us, you know. Yeah. And we did that, shot the video, took him back to where he used to work at EBS station, I think EBS Inugu. Yeah. That was the same office. They left 33 years ago. No way. The award, we even saw the award there. You know, the room was... So he, he stopped for like a minute and said, um, it's giving him memories. And anyway, he cleaned his eye. I don't know. I don't know what memories he's giving him. So it was fun. And we had a good time. Shot the video. Did everything we could do. Harry came through. Chiwetalago came through. And um, a whole lot of people. Some masquerade people came through. It was fun. The whole thing when you were there. And in what way did, you know, Teresa Honor has considered legend yeah, and there's a lot of stories, but working with her in that, in close proximity, having her present herself to camera, shoot the video, do all of that. Like, how did, how did you reconcile how she's seen and working with her? That's, that's the nicest woman on earth. Yeah. I don't know what she has seen, but I was not scared for monkey jello. Yeah, too shy, too. But true. jokes about oh, that's that's a joke. <laughs> Anyways, um, I had too much confidence in her. You know, I eat with her, I sit, uh, eat from the same plate. This is a woman that um, 
she prays for me like I don't know if she remembers she prays for me. If she sees me today, she can pray for me four times. Wow. You know? And all starts with in Jesus' name. Oh, so I know I don't understand what people are saying, but that should be maybe back then, you know. Yeah, back yeah, then. Back then. She's such a lovely woman. I'm trying to, I'll, I'll probably hit out hit her up because I want her on the podcast. Yeah, she, she has to tell her story. No, no, she will. She will. We're doing such a record, seeing how all of this elaborate effort, yeah. how it's been appreciated by the world, the ruckus it made and all of that. How did that make you feel? Um, the impact of such a... The, the impact is crazy for me because I'm right now in Igbo land. I think I'm loved by a lot of traditional rulers. True. You know, I I was told by Peter Duchy that uh, this was going to happen to me. I'll get a lot of calls from traditional rulers and I'll be known more yeah. in the face, especially the beers now. <laughs> so... I think I'm so accepted in the East now, like, so much. Yeah. So much. I get a lot of invites for things happening in the East, people I don't know, you know. Not for me to perform. Everybody knows I don't perform, but just to even be there. And it makes me feel... I didn't see this coming, anyway. It makes me so happy, you know. But I thank God. So I have... So, for you, I always wondered this very particular question because I come here, you play me your records. I come to your office, you play me records. And a lot of them, more often than not, they are very, very enjoyable records. <laughs> yes, they're good music. Yeah. And I'm wondering... And this uh, and this cuts across genres. Yeah. So it's not limited to a particular style of music or anything. Like yeah. it's it's just sweet music. Yeah. <laughs> how do you know what works? How how do you know when a song is good and how when a song is is, is going to be good? <laughs> um I, I know I, I I won't lie to you. I'm not gonna brag, but yeah. I just think it's um, it's God's blessing. I don't know. I don't. I've asked myself several times now, uh, how do I even pick these songs? But I think I have very good ears for music. Mm-hmm. Very very good ears for music. Two Fisty repeated the same thing in South Africa some days ago when we were together. I was like, yeah, we're right. You have very good ears for music. Just don't know how you do it, but you do it right. So, sincerely, I think maybe I'm so into music, yeah. people don't understand. You know, I tell you one thing: I listen to music while I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Yeah, Even when I'm sleeping, I just leave it on. Music makes me happy. I'm not gonna lie to you; like, really happy. Yeah. If I wake up listening to music. I can forgive somebody. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I mean, I know, like, I, I really you. love music. So I just don't know how it's done, but I know when the song is good. When the song is really good. I think everybody knows, but maybe, I don't know. I don't know how it happens, but I know very good songs. I can bring up idea for a song that will be very good. Collaboration. Or I listen to this music, I can tell you, let this person jump on this. You feel like Stop. you think. You feel like you think in sound. I don't know how to explain it, bro. But I just don't know. But maybe, 
Maybe. I'm still asking myself this question till date. All my songs while they're here. Forget that it's me. Yeah. But they're good. Really good, my songs. Mm. Just don't know how. And then when you bring people into, how do you then communicate this, your vision or your... To them? It's, yeah, yeah, Sean. Yeah, I think <laughs> I, I think already people know, people already know that um, if Larry tells you or calls you, you won't need to think about it much. Yeah. Give it a try and it'll work. I think people know, I don't know. But my good work has, has proved a lot for me. So yeah. The collaborations I've had, it has proved a lot. You can give me sound and I'll tell you. Just give me time, I'll tell you, bro, can you talk to this person? It'll make a lot of sense on this. Beautiful. Looking look into the future and all. You have Gaga music. Yes, boss. But you're also the vice president, Def Jam Africa. Yes. <laughs> Gaga music is Larry Gaga. Yeah. Def Jam Africa is Larry Indianifo. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> it's a whole different ball game, you know. Gaga music is where I have my sounds. I still have my album, my singles coming out from Gaga music, you know. I'm also putting up some a lot for Def Jam also. There's a new project I'm working on with me yeah. and Two Face, you know, collaboration with just me and Two Face. Something sounded like, you know, the best of both worlds with Jay Z and that Kelly yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I have that project. I also have the Def Jam presents. Yeah. Know, various artists that I'm working on doing the songs, which is almost I think I need to play that for you too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I have a whole lot of that. And so. yes, you've proven yourself with Gaga music. Yeah. But working, Afrobeats to the world is happening. Lots yeah. of boots on the ground. A lot yeah. of people trying to invest in this market. Yeah. So being in the position, like being in a corporate position also, mm-hmm. like Def Jam Africa, what's in it for you? What are you trying to prove again? <laughs> um, I'm just trying to prove that we can get more talented yeah. artists from the scratch. We can get new acts from nowhere. And build them, which is what I'm trying to do now. Although it's kind of difficult for me now mm-hmm. because I'm, I won't say I'm confused, but too many, too many musicians now in Nigeria. You're spoiled for choice. Yeah, exactly. And um, I don't want to make a mistake, not for the song, but for the human, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they say, artists can go funny. They're the most unreliable and yeah. grateful. So. That's why I'm taking my time. But if it was left for me, but that's the reason why I'm putting out these projects. And I'll take my time. I need to sign about three artists. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe two from Nigeria, one from Ghana. Beautiful. Hmm. And, you know, you've had this very long journey. Yeah. It's just starting, but it's it's taken a while to get yeah. to this point. Yeah. For you, yourself, Larry Gaga, you know, you've lived multiple lives. Yeah. And at this point, you don't just have the the conviction of like personal success. You also have the love and the adulation from the crowd wow. and all of that. What's in it for you? Like, what are you trying to get out of all of this for yourself? What's in it? No, no. See, like I told you, I'm a music lover. Yeah. You know, I just want the, the success of Nigerian music, African music, you know? And then... I want my name in the book someday. Okay. You know, when you talk about music, when you talk about Afro beats, yeah. along the line, I pray and I want my name mentioned. You know, that's all I want from this. And obviously, make money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. 
problem. Thank you, thank you. I've no had problem. so much fun. Bye, guys. <laughs>